0: What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to the first episode of 2020 in our brand new themed season format. Thank you guys for all the support over the years. Uh, this is something new for us, and we're super excited. Now, this first episode, we're about to sit down with Guillaume Kuro. I hope I said that right, and Derek Robinson of Pub Brewski, uh, in their brand new tap room. So, you guys might have heard episode 68. Uh, I think we dropped that back in early 2018. So, we filmed it, I guess, just over at the end of 2017. And uh, that was upstairs in their pub but when there was still contract brewing. Now they've uh, opened up a brand new tap room downstairs in uh, the other side of the building but still connected. It's super sick. These guys are definitely changing the game here in Quebec and now against the grain season. They have installed their own equipment and facility within the top room and now they're making styles that you just didn't really see a ton of. Now we're getting they're getting some pastry stouts, they're getting a bunch of uh, lactose sours, a uh, ton of New England IPAs, dry-hopped lagers, all the Trendy stuff that all the kids are drinking. Um, it's very, very impressive. They've even started canning as well, which we uh, spoke about. Derek and Guillaume are great, great dudes. I love their passion for beer. I love that uh, they've created this whole sort of world for themselves in an area that was super unexpected. The uh, Old Port of Montreal, if you haven't been or you're not aware, is super touristy. So it's not super well known for incredible craft beer. So whilst their offerings over the last, I believe four years um, since they've been open, have always been super solid, they haven't had the control over their equipment and over their production and output that they would like. So now they finally have it. Uh, at the time of recording, they'd only been brewing for a few months tops. So things are still super early days for them. So I'm very, very excited to see what they're doing. And I love that they're sort of, you know, I guess, a part of the new wave of breweries that are challenging the traditions uh, of a place like Quebec. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. So check out the boys. It's a great chat. Super fun. Hopefully it's not too loud. We did it at the brewery uh, inside the tap room in the middle of the afternoon before the kind of busy wave. So hopefully it sounds okay. Enjoy the episode. Make sure as well you subscribe to the podcast on whatever your... uh, platform preferred platform is and if you're so inclined shoot us a five-star rating and a little comment uh always really helps we're really trying to push the new versions this new themed seasons this year we're super excited to finally roll it out so enjoy the episode guys get in yeah are you a brew head i'm a brew head are you a brew head i'm a brew head y'all are brew heads yeah we brew heads so pour a glass of craft beer, we can do this
1: yeah.
0: yeah all right y'all We are here in the Brewski Tap Room with Guillaume and Derek. Boys, touch my hand. Touch my hand. Great to see you guys. Great to see you too, buddy. Congrats on everything since uh, episode 68. Two years ago, right? Two years ago. We were just saying, I think it was yesterday. Two years ago yesterday. Could have even been today. If it was, that would be very (laughs) Yeah, It's a leap year, so... No, that's true. Everything's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Thank you, Derek. Yeah, right.
1: God, God, damn it, damn it Derek.
0: Yeah. Um, so we're gonna get into everything. First of all, we're all drinking something different and fun here. Yeah. Let's uh, let's just go through, Derek. What do you got there, bro? All right. Well, brewer's favorite usually
2: crispy boy. Yes. Uh, crispyology, which is uh, just uh, pilsner. Okay. first take on a lager that we tried to do in the brewery nice actually that's what we're brewing today it's like the follow-up to the the crispyology a little bit different okay switch it up up so always yeah. yeah always always like i, I love Saz, so is Saz, always the baseline on it and then we try to uh to just change a little something the next one's going to be with hall melon Ooh. and uh this one has laurel inside of it a little bit too bitter so we reduced yeah. a bit of the bitterness mm-hmm. on the new one and just trying a new mashing technique also and seeing what we can do with it yeah. Every single time we brew a beer, we change something.
1: Of
0: course, right? <laughs> <not>? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. What do you got there, bro?
1: Uh, I guess the marketing uh, sauce guy uh, high alcohol uh, yes. beer, which is our uh, one of the, our project, Project 15, which is a pastry stouts. You know, it's big in the moment. So uh, we have uh, 10% alcohol uh, pastry stouts, imperial stouts. Uh, that has been brewed with uh, a lot of hazelnut, a lot of ch- chocolate, mm-hmm. cocoa. Uh, we have like a diesel in the glass oh, right yeah. now, it's, it's and glorious. that's what uh, we want. Uh, yeah, look at outside, you want to right. you, you need right? that warmth, yeah. a
0: liquid warmth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, a sick glass, too. And what do I have here? This you is
2: have a uh, it's a peach and apricot sour, Ooh. slightly IPA, yeah, in the sense of a good amount of dry hopping on the sense of entering. So it's citra mosaic, and Ooh. yeah. Yeah. So it has, part of the part of the, uh, the fruits were fermented, and then one third of it was uh, just added at the end to try to keep a little bit of the sweetness to it. Wow. Since we keep it cold, we can pretty much do what we want with it, right? Right. So it kind of just knocks up a bit of the sweetness, a little bit it rounds out the body, it gives it some texture to it, instead yeah.
0: of having just the, dry, the dryness, and it gives us that. A bunch, bunch of
1: fruits. Yeah, to it's to a nice a peach aroma.
0: and apricot, or a real nice combo. Apricot is like one of my favorite fruits and have yeah. it in beer. I feel like it need, It doesn't hold up so well on its own. So it it's cool that it had like the peach yeah, yeah, to kind of yeah. like and peach sometimes it works I think better than apricot but it's a little soft with these bad boys together. Well, You need to oh. really have
1: a complex beer to and, and bring the apricot to uh, but yeah, you can do, you can do uh, crispy boy Africa. it's not going to work out, I think. Yeah,
2: because a, no. a lot of these beers are built, like we kind of start with a certain direction. That's kind of what's fun about the, the project beers, that we, we go in line with a certain direction. And then maybe midway, we're like, oh, needs a little bit more of a twist in this, and maybe a little bit more fruity, maybe a little bit more lactose inside right. of it. But we kind of just build the flavor profile. All by learning also at the same time,
1: it's always great. it's all about like yeah. drinking at every every 10 minutes, yeah, a bit of <laughs> minimum, yeah, <laughs> maybe five. I want to follow up on everything <laughs> that you're adding, you know, just in case, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: this one has lactose, what you tell me right here. Oh, yeah. So, we have yeah. team lactose beer to start off. There, yeah, yeah, we, we see, go. Exactly. I knew
1: it would go there. Oh. You have to go there, huh?
0: it's kind of like people expect it, right? Like, but don't, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, yeah that's,
1: <laughs> that would be disappointing.
2: <laughs> Hard to make it like a fruit sour without yeah. the lactose to necessarily bring back the sweetness because you lose so you much. sweetness do it so, yeah, and because so much of the you realize that so much of the the taste of fruit ends up to being that sweetness that you get from it, right? The mouth feel. So without adding back that little bit of lactose, you don't seem to get the same overall feeling that you would get from just drinking that fruit. Right. So a lot of the times we'll end up putting something back in there, be it the fresh fruit to get that sweetness back, or lactose to try to get that sweetness back. To right. It. So lactose is
0: responsible, really, for
1: yeah. Everything. That's what you wanted. The quality of the beer. But I mean, no. the, the little add in the end of yeah, the, the, the fruit in the end, it's uh, mm-hmm. i smelled a big difference too. Yeah, I, I don't know if everybody does it that way, so I guess. Well, it's uh, fermented yeah. or not. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's the real so question. We end up drinking a lot of
2: tests, right? Just we <laughs> no end up drinking so it? little, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> even that one. To bring back, because lactose does a part of the sweetness, but then you have perceived yeah. sweet sweetness. That mm-hmm. one has a touch of vanilla also. Okay. But very, very, very minute. You wouldn't be able to perceive it. However, you'll, the sweetness will come through. You Because vanilla... It's intense. Yeah. So it's, it's intense, a, but it makes your... Like coconut. Like coconut doesn't really have much sugar inside of it, yet it, when you try it... You're like, oh, that's a nice sweetness to it, it like there's coconut, vanilla, or like perceived sweetness. What, yeah, yeah the it's other one. It's all about yeah, perception.
1: Yeah. I mean, have you tried this one, the pastry no, yeah. stuff? No. If you want to try that, yeah, and sure. let me let me yeah. know what do you think is popping out from there. A lot of people are gonna mm-hmm. say coconut immediately. The coconut when there's not. There's none. There's no coconut. There's there. no. There's wow. no coconut at And all. then the hazelnut so comes then, in like.
0: Kind of it takes over. After chocolate
1: hazelnut, yeah. both are silky. Yeah, yeah you, it's uh, it's a trick. It's a, it's a brain trick, I guess. You yeah. Know? yeah. So what what gives the coconut it? It's really the the amount of hazelnuts, uh, I guess. Ah, it's, so it's like an it's a, 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 the, like the, a, the the chocolate and hazelnut seems to uh, bring out br- some coconutty. Coconut. Uh,
2: that's sick. And Together, it? it's giving. It's giving that overall feeling. There's no vanilla. There's no coconut. There's no nothing. It's just that's crazy. Good. Not a not a huge okay. dose of lactose, but still a bit of it. Little like touch. A touch. A touch of lactose. Then it's like it's two kinds of like nibs and another kind of uh, of chocolate, which is just an emulsified chocolate, but it's a bit more little chocolatey than just the nibs, right? And uh, yeah, hazelnuts and there's even in the mash we put a whole lot of wafers. Like we put a whole bunch of ice yeah. cream cones. Ice cream yeah. cones too. Ice cream to throw oh, it yeah, there.
1: there's a picture on the, on the Instagram. You yeah, see and, the, uh, the tank and it's like it's full yeah, of it's, yeah. <laughs> What does that give to it?
2: Try to get like the idea when we came to it was let's make a Ferrero Rocher. Let's find out how to do it and. Uh, We tried to get, the wafer didn't come through
1: as much, although people do say, oh, wow, this really tastes like febou, but we don't get that much of the the wafer. That's what we were talking about just uh, two minutes ago. It's, uh, uh, you test what you really want to test in the end. So I I told you to try to see, and we were talking about coconuts. You you got the coconut vibes. And it's been tricky lately because we've been trying different stuff and um, someone like Derek or Zach or Ryan working at the brewery is getting that, oh, i just taste uh, some coffee there. You didn't test it before, but now you do. Right, um, so it so kind of evolves so over if time. I tell you what to look for,
2: you're right, gonna find- Right, you'll find it. You'll, you'll obviously find that. If I tell, if I tell you the beer has like coconut in there you go oh for sure there's coconut like I taste the coconut okay. wow we'll even get there's too okay. much coconut in there <laughs> uh, I don't like it there's but too much the, coconut right. there's not even a touch of coconut interesting, interesting
1: part is, is we were trying to get the Ferro Rocher right. uh, we, we didn't call it Ferro Rocher we just wanted to see but I've seen some reviews on, uh, on Untapped, and it was saying oh it's a uh, liquid Ferro Rocher right uh, yeah. when we've tasted the Ferro Rocher after side, side. it's like ah oh, that's right. you know the wolf, the wafer, or the experience is coming from the wafer itself, I guess. It's uh, mm. so from
2: a mix of the wafer and the uh, and a lot from like the Nutella style that's inside of it. Right, which, which is has pretty new, much which is pretty much palm oil and yeah, uh, yeah, because <laughs> like that's like trash. we didn't want to put palm oil. Sorry, yeah, yeah so no, it's, it's, the people that know they no, don't, it's don't that. want that. trash. You don't want that stuff. Yeah, of yeah, That stuff like is killing all. No, but you know you have all these guys. If
1: you create, if you create a beer. And it, it sure looks like something oh, a cookie or a chocolate cookie. But you don't put chocolate cookie and you, you put extract and stuff like that. People are going to be uh, telling you, wow, that's, that's not what we expected. We, we wanted like the real experience, but you're right. putting extract in it. But if you put cookie in a beer, it won't yeah. probably taste like cookie. Right. It's just,
0: it's, kind of like a, it's just kind of cool that you did it. And it gives, definitely must provide something. Though. Of course. Right. But just not like yeah. it doesn't taste like a freaking chocolate chip cookie or whatever. There's yeah. always two major distinctions when you make
2: like, products is the, what gives you flavor and what gives you aroma. And They're often not the same product. Right. So it's, it's always difficult. There's some stuff that will give you a good flavor, but when you try to smell it, you won't necessarily get the aroma from it right but other stuff do you need like extracts become a necessity because of that because you're trying to you can get the mouthfeel but then something. you smell it and it's like getting no nuts getting no nothing because mm. like an example in this one we're trying to put we put as much hazelnuts as we could inside of it we're mm. still not getting the grinding
1: hazelnuts putting putting it in the in the oven toasted them i mean right it, so went, it well, like yeah it yeah, yeah. Yeah, went yeah, through yeah. the whole thing and 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 he was putting it. A bag, and maybe a second one. Maybe you no. Know, it's a 200-liter uh, batch, and. Right. and how much uh, is amazing amazing. can you put putting <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: 150 200 dollars worth of nuts yeah. inside of it getting no flavor you're like okay let's try something else and at the same time you realize that sometimes what you actually think something tastes like like if you go to the states and you try to give them a maple beer that's actually tastes like maple syrup they're confused There's no, yeah. they're, they have no reference to it the, what I consider a maple syrup beer is what is something that comes or what maple syrup tastes like is what comes out of an Aunt bottle <laughs> which is more fake maple syrup with glucose right. so when you when you add, when somebody has that, they don't get the same feeling from it. So a lot of the times in the U.S., it's strongly, they use a lot of extract inside their their beer to get that maple syrup taste. Mm. Because or else it doesn't give that, oh, yeah, I remember, I'm having pancakes in the morning. Yeah. So the same in the same concept, a lot of the stuff that we're getting from, like, Nutella's is, yes, there's hazelnut, just to say there's hazelnut. But a lot of it is just, like, that fake there's flavoring that inside of it. So right. you kind of, we have to resolve Getting that inside of our beer to be able to. You either get
1: the, the the real stuff, which won't taste like the real Yourself, stuff, right? Or you get, yeah, little tricks. Uh, we usually put the real stuff uh, most of the time, and uh, and, and and you, you get touch what you actually you look. You get right. what you're looking for. Yeah.
2: If you can't get the flavor, you can. You try to figure out how to do it. It's, right.
1: And sometimes it's uh, it's funky. It's yeah. like, oh yeah. You realize, oh, like, we That's got that out saying. from. Let's couldn't. say coconuts getting out from chocolate and the hazelnut together, I right. guess. Which is an interesting byproduct. Yeah.
0: So So this experimentation is is pretty sick, we could, and this is coming back to sort yeah. of what this new era of, of sort of risky is about. So episode 68, we covered sort of the pop side of it, yeah. how it all came together. So I'd say go check that out. Is there a short version that you can give people now of sort of how you got yeah. to where you are today? And then we're going to talk about this second oh, yeah. Uh, part. Yeah.
1: Give me one minute. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> Let's <Awesome>. go. <laughs> so we started with the pub. Yep. Uh, obviously it was home brewing. we we knew some recipes. We needed to open up a place. We always wanted to brew it, but you need a lot of money to create that. We started with the pub upstairs. Yeah. We started uh, slowly contract brewing. Uh, and year after year, it, it, it would get bigger and bigger. We would get a lot more from the, from Brice, where we are brewing. We finished uh, after a few years. We we're getting like 75% of the production here, there because we're brewing a lot. There was a lot of demands in the pub. Of course. Uh, then when the opportunity showed up to uh, to uh, get our own brewery, uh, a museum, which we we in a museum oh, was basically a museum uh-huh, here. Okay. Uh, disappeared. Uh, the the one of the guy in charge of the Vonsico uh, market said, "Hey, there's a new place." Obviously, we knew about it but it was the pub is just upstairs so it was a goal right away knowing that okay we're getting the place but we're brewing in there right but they didn't know anything about brewing so we had to explain a little and we had to get them on board okay because um, it
0: it's a manufacturing facility yeah. within a yeah. uh you know an old ex museum in a big market yeah. It was a complicated
1: all that we're seeing is a lot of people getting into the pub and we're like, oh, they want to open a new one, but it seems they want to produce something. Right. Like, it does... What, what, what is that? How does that work? Yeah, it- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such an old yeah. building also, right? Because this is a
2: really old building, protected. There's no there's no backs to this building. Right. That's one of the biggest issues that we had. There's no backs to it. Everything's a face. Right. <laughs> and you can't put, like, so there's machine limitations. Everything's kind of limitation on what we can do. Okay. So,
1: building and something in here we have to go through a lot of uh, a lot of uh, boards let's say oh i bet it's uh, it's the local one it's it the building belongs to the city but you also have the the minister who has a right to uh say stuff, of course yeah, yeah uh
0: interesting okay so when did this this I, I got a feeling it's like a year or eighteen months since this place opened.
2: We're almost a,
0: like almost right, a eleven
2: months. We opened up eleven months. Is we opened it? up the yeah. first, oh, the last right. day of February last year. Okay, was when we opened, but we were building for Red like, We had leased it more or less this time the year before.
0: Right, so took a year to put it together. Exactly,
2: took right because of how
0: difficult it was to do a build here. Okay, but. so that does not include the brewery that you can exactly. see behind us. Exactly. You know? Uh, now, that was an empty space up until, I believe, over the summer, you yeah. had... After. After the summer, it was finished. We got our equipment you went to China. more or less in... Uh, they went to China. Yeah, I yeah. went to chicken.
2: I went to China. We got our equipment more or less in uh, at, like, St. Jean Masses. so... Okay, so like in end that of June. period, we started getting the equipment in. Uh, first, by the time we installed and got the first brews out, more or less, I think it was October, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, we've been bring <laughs> for two months and a half. Right, maybe a little bit more. Maybe a, a bit more, we got, out, we got yeah. our first beers right. out. And we're already, I think, at <laughs> like
2: 35 different beers? Yeah,
1: wow. <laughs> so you guys have just gone crazy. Well, I mean, yeah. uh, you have like uh, a few guys like him and uh, the brewing team like uh, getting hungry. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> uh, but we've been talking, we've been brewing for a little while, contract brewing, so we know what we want. Uh, we really want to try this new brewery, this right. new equipment. So they, they brewed non stop. Right. And I remember the guys on Instagram, the guy on Facebook, Wow, it is you beer every day. what's going on guys? You're crazy. You know? <laughs> no, we We're going. We, ahead. Yeah, we need we need that right now. Right. We want to try different stuff. We've been waiting for four years. It's a long time to yeah. wait for. Brewing your own beers. Yeah. Your own way. On from yeah. home. Yeah, at home. In your own way. Under so our good. control, and under yeah, yeah. That's, the whole, that's the whole That's the world thing, you know. Contract brewing is one thing, and, and, and thank god for that. It's amazing that you can brew your own beer without having to uh, pay for that, you know, that much money for uh, an equipment, yeah. brewery itself. But brewing at home, which is the taproom now, is something else, right?
0: So, the thing with you guys, and the reason why you guys are the first episode in this series where we're really focusing on breweries that have kind of gone against what Quebec typically makes is that back when we did the interview a couple years ago, yeah. I feel like the stuff that you had, you had sort of beers that were a little bit on the New England style and like, you, you know, typically you're an Old Port. This is a tourist area primarily. Yeah. People live here, but it's primarily tourists. So you got to mm-hmm. cater to a wider uh, palette range yeah. than the average brewery. Is that fair to say? For sure. Yep. So then with the beers that you were making you were able to do a couple ones you had like the um, is it, was it called Kilogram? Yeah. Yeah. Kilogram yeah, Kilogram and the other ones that were sort of like the, the single hops and a couple like yeah. IPAs that were more on the Hazy style. which mm. had, even two years ago not many breweries or brew pubs in and around Montreal were doing that type of stuff Absolutely. and then this is the way I see it, and I think you'll probably correct me. I saw, I saw specifically, Derek, you were a part of Porno, which is a, um, a fellow YouTuber, be a YouTuber yeah. uh, channel. You guys were traveling to places yeah. that we go to some of the places you've been to, and you guys were just coming back with insane amounts of haze. You guys were just getting the <laughs> fire shit. Yeah. And then coming back, and the way from the outside, like I come in, I see you guys here and there and stuff, and from what it looked like, I see you guys were had an appetite for something that you couldn't get locally. yeah you went outside of, uh, the, of the province, you went to Vermont, you went to New York, you went to Massachusetts, uh, New England generally, to get those beers, and then those beers inspire what you wanted to make. And that's why the, the type of stuff that you guys are doing right now, whether it's the, the canned stuff, or the project beers, or just the fun, you know, uh, you know, the different dry hot Pilsners, which I don't really see that many of, to be honest. Like, you guys are really doing something that I haven't seen a lot in Montreal and that is uh, personally extremely underserved and very welcome in the scene. So could you guys speak to what inspired you to to, to make these beers that the average person, you know, average Montreal or Quebec who might not have had access to? I, th-
2: I think it's like even before doing the YouTube thing, that's something that's really recent. Okay, I've always just beer traveled. Okay. For a long time, because I've been in the industry, even though I didn't have the pub for about nine years. So just going, from, just going from place to place, massive interest in terms of what was being done out there. But even then, when I first started homebrewing, uh, like the first styles I made were just the stuff that was like Belgium style, because that's what you can get in Quebec. You kind yeah. of build... The, the first German, German Belgian just, style. Yeah. yeah, German's a little bit harder because like didn't have refrigeration, so you want the Belgian style a little bit easier. Yeah, and <laughs> then you're just because it's all ale based. Oh, no, don't say that to the Belgian. <laughs> just <on> hotter temperatures. <laughs> I have to cool it down. But because of that, like the first time I ever had an IPA was that wasn't at Alexander Keats until I right. realized that's a lie. Yes. It was was oh. because I brewed one and then I okay. had it. Was like I was confused on if it, if I even did a good job because I had never had it before. Interesting. So. Then I was able to like slowly understand what bittering is because like at that level usually everything was kind of sweet. And then going to the States and trying out products was always, okay, That this is what an IPA is, this is what a good IPA is. And then being able to just develop my taste around it and then wanting to right. the brew beers that I wanted. Because I've always had that issue where you come around and then you uh, you go to bars, you go to breweries, you go to pubs and they don't necessarily have what you want. So you kind of try to develop. But there's, there's remaining that... We were getting like a little bit more of a culture beer around here. Okay, when like, Castall was around with with Yakima, and we're like, yeah. God, that's great!" That's we're awesome. getting a few breweries that are pulling out some nice stuff. So, like, perfect. There's there's a there's a hunger for hops that's really building in Quebec, and we have it already. So let's just develop our products around around that way. But yeah. obviously, that kept it going no matter what. As we were as going around, and like. As the, the beer styles were developing more and more in, in the U.S. and everywhere, mostly in Burlington, because just how close it is yeah. for us, you go there and you're like, this is what they call a pale ale, like this isn't a pale ale. This <laughs> and then you just get used to it, and you're like, you know what? I want my pale ale to taste like this, and you just keep going down that path, and yeah. just, and then like during our trips, we went through like Hudson Valley, went to other half. Other half is definitely one of the what pushes us to do something like the Avena. I to be a
0: yeah the oat cream like yeah, i yeah. think they started that and this gave me yeah. s- heavy heavy uh, other vibes. Well, I mean, uh in you, the best you know, possible you know way, we, were,
1: we were obviously everyone was looking uh, forward to try this crazy and real peanut right. because we were known uh, this is the only beer we can before and distributed yes. in quebec so that's the so, peanut
0: buster uh, and yeah. it was a peanut Stout. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was ABB like? Six. Six three. six three. And now we've done the imperial one in can, and that was the first one you did a run of cans. I want to say a year ago. Uh, two, years ago. Two, two years ago. Two years and, ago. and a half.
1: We did two runs. Uh, uh, and that did well. That just cleaned out yeah yeah, out. yeah, yeah. It took me a day to sell the <laughs> second match Right. <laughs> I mean, two dipperners. Right. Yeah. It's but such anyway, that was, was too, You thing. know, when you were talking about like creating something different, that's what got us. You know, the the the, the name out. Yep. Uh,
0: so, that's we, we specific knew, beers we knew your...
1: what we were doing. Right. We, were, we were mainly brewing IPAs, pale ales, stuff like that. And we knew that the peanut buster would be like something different to put on the market. And we've been kind of the victim of that as people associate risky to peanut, mainly peanut buster, like stouts like that. Right. When we were brewing a lot of different IPAs. Yeah, which yeah, at the, the time was pretty interesting. Like, yeah. no one had done it. I don't think I'd ever had, had a peanut. No, no, no in not, not in Quebec. At all. No. no. I don't know. And um, yeah, uh, there was uh,
0: yeah. Bose had done one. Yeah. But I it think was... We talked about that two years ago. Don't okay. you remember?
1: Bose had done one. <laughs> well, was a fucking <laughs> blur to me,
0: dude. I never remember anything.
1: <laughs> Nobody got. it the got I can. Okay. Yeah. Know, but it was it was very unique in Montreal.
0: Let's Definitely. At the very least. And
1: and we had to uh, we had to brew that on by contract brewing. It was a thousand liter, a twelve hundred something like that. Right. And it worked out pretty well. And that got us to say, hey, you know what? That's really what we wanted to uh, create, even if it was a little crazy. And people are responding. Uh, are responding pretty, pretty positively. Right? Right. It's it's, uh, it's it's doing great. So let's keep on going that way and create what we really want, even if it sounds crazy. Right. And we came out lately with a with a smoothie uh, Belner Vice smoothie sour six percent crazy amount of fruits. Uh, it got a lot of people talking. Dovina, which was a little different version of an IPA that you see every day, uh, and I think that's we understood that. That's what people want. That's what right. people are gonna. It's gonna bring people over. Right, but you guys had the the palette for this stuff
2: first. Yes, yeah. because one of the because one of the things to, to also consider is that initially when we started, one of my visions was to have to import a lot of American beers. Okay, and then in, in this specific space. In, in this specific okay. space, and then we quickly realized with the first importation that by it's the time feasible. we get here, they're ru- they're ruined. Oh. Oh, because they have to hold it for 12 yeah. weeks, right? Yeah. Even yeah. more. So well, you, you get no. an IP the, and they're held hot. So the um, uh. the first thing I bought was a Sierra Nevada torpedo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good and one. we got them in That's after right. we had like the first two weeks was fine. And then we returned. Quickly, alcohol. quickly, uh, yeah. they were on. all they were ruined, like completely ruined. They were just like, It doesn't matter I had my whiskeys and Scotch yeah. at that time. <laughs> so, so you it would get yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So quickly enough we're like, we can't actually take these beers in and because we started off as a beer bar we didn't find we couldn't we couldn't brew our own beers because we hadn't found a place to do contract breweries initially so we just started off with going let's just import these beers we'll be like the american beer bar in, in, in montreal because nobody's really doing that yeah and then Just the fact that we couldn't get them in was like, you know what, let's just do them. And then that's how we we found a place that was able to take us in and start doing doing those beers. Right. Just because we gave up very quickly. The freshness is so important in these IPAs. Of course. It's like except for the West Coast ones, which it is important to have fresh, but just so many people are used to having them like you see, It's it. almost part of being part of the style to be a hot beer that's almost you, you see it light. now.
1: Uh, yeah. There's a lot of uh, not a lot but fewer importation beer importation companies nowadays in Montreal and they're not they're not importing any IPAs or maybe few uh it's and it's mostly like, yes, and and crazy crazy Yeah, yeah. Styles. Sometimes. yeah, yeah
0: so, did you guys notice? what I sort of referred to earlier do you guys notice the lack of these style of beers in Montreal because I used to complain all the time on this podcast that nobody was in Montreal was making these type of beers so like it, being that I had I traveled a lot I got to same as you, like you were yeah. saying I got to go around and drink these beers in the States and other places when I come back home and I was like I, I'm not able to access them when mm-hmm. I go out in the city mm-hmm. so I feel like you guys started introducing it. Like I would argue with say, you guys were one of the first sort of brew doing a consistent sort of haze, and then we now you've gone kept like it. We crazy. Kept it on. But it on. Right. I think, but Bo- Boreal made the difference. But they didn't have a brew pub. That was my only difference. So Boreal yeah, changed course. the game for sure. Yeah, of course. In the scene with, no. with the nord est and people were lining up mm-hmm. for it, and it was showing. Comp- I think that moment was the pivotal moment for Quebec. Yeah. We stopped the IBU competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Develop the palette and then made people like it brought the American style haze hype to Quebec, yeah. which hadn't really been experienced here before. Mm. And it showed that, like, because I've had people pretty much say that it's like brewers in Quebec that, like, yeah, people don't really want that. And it's not really something that's going to be popular. And as you can tell, most well, brewers don't it's, make it's that. It's historical,
1: too. As you said, it yeah. was mainly Belgian. There was a lot of uh, uh, German influence. And now you're talking about kind can of, can of competing oh, with yeah. your American, yeah. which are like two. Used to be at least five, year, five years ahead, yeah. uh, and it's difficult because it's tough to get to that quality. Now it has changed a lot in the past few uh, years. Oh yeah! I mean, I bring I bring a lot of viewers to f- uh, friends in Vermont, and they're understanding. From, understand from and, Quebec? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Back in the hours, Missoula, and lately uh, Le Castor, and they're impressed. So we. So they're, they're, they they're,
0: they're, they the underst- Americans is understanding the they're like oh wow like you guys are making some serious stuff here yeah no
1: they're the most impressed they're most impressed with the the panel of beers that we're capable of brewing in Quebec so. right. That's and a really good, yeah, good outside yeah, yeah. for Quebec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, s- everything really sours, amazingly well done, yeah. uh, stouts, like some crazy brown ale, some nice barrel edge, some s- fantastic sours. I mean, Dunham has changed the game on that part, on the barrel the aging and we'll sours, show. and uh, and they're realizing they're... It's, it's cool to show the American that there's something else to because yeah. we were, like, really. Oh, trying yeah. to uh, do the same as they do um, and, and, and they're now, trying, now
0: they're like oh let's see what these Quebec guys yeah exactly
1: definitely, definitely it's, it's cool. Cool. if you come
2: to Montreal as a just a beer drinker that's not from here you, every pub every brewery you go to is just so well like not different uh, dip, you both, can go to a lot need. of places that are different you go to Zyr-Siel, you get a whole bunch of Belgium styles they're starting to do the new stuff also but mostly you go there for the Belgium styles Go to La You're gonna get all those nice crisp lagers and That's everything. Smell. Yeah, it would, would've same. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Then you go like then you just go any kind of place you go to has their own thing, but they all have a wide range of beers. Right. A lot of times when I go to uh, and like most places in Burlington, it just seems to be very obviously just singular, heavier towards the haze. Yes. And then a little bit of the other stuff, which is all good and fine. That's how I'm gonna drink, but it's not right. how everybody's gonna drink. No.
0: But, but I think for people like us being here in Montreal we go there because we couldn't get that at home. Mm, and that's what this whole mm. season is about, is like how people, like, you guys change that. So what what made you guys, aside from you guys being, like, was it a selfish decision being like, I want to drink more haze, goddammit, so I'm going to brew this definitely. shit. And that's really all it came course. down to. yeah, of yeah. I love that. And it just kept uh, progressively making it hazier as I was going Because <laughs> I, I feel like the old ones a couple of years ago were hazy, but they weren't like, I mean, this is a sour. I mean, if you're yeah. listening at home, this is like milky like haze in a sour which is not what i expected when i i was like oh, <laughs> i want that one this yeah. is exactly what i would have loved to uh-huh. see this is yeah. perfect but like this is not what people are used to seeing no and I, I, it's cool to see the progression even the cans you got here the avena and the uh, breaking ground are both like milk haze yeah. like and it's shit. And,
2: and what we're the most proud of is also like the, the fact that the avena even though it's sat in a tank for well, sat. It just matured in a tank for uh, for about five weeks, six weeks. It's, it won't drop out. It'll never change in terms of color. Whereas right. let it, let it sit a year, it'll change. Like any beer, everything will coagulate out. Yeah. But it's not the kind of heavy that you sometimes see in Quebec beers, where you get them, and it's if once you finish pouring them out, then you still have the big chunk on the bottom, and you can yeah. Play. You just get the yeast. Almost, it's almost the haze is created by the yeast more than the fact that this permanent haze do do the beta glucans or whatever the hell's inside of it. The right. polyphenols, and it's we really like that. That's what we're getting in terms of product. And and then we then we go to the other ones, stuff like the the, the crisp crisp where we want them to be clear. We have no filter here, so it's just time. Just wait for it. So this one it was like in two, two months. Yeah, two months. Oh, easy, geez. two months of sitting. It, crazy. Sitting in the tank, letting it go. Uh, all our stuff, everything just drops out normally like, like he wants that's
1: to. that's what a crispy boy wants yeah
2: exactly okay so, so we get to ch- we like we pick and choose what we want to be clear
1: but we're but everything's not filtered no matter what and in the end we we might you know brew what we want but we kind of want everything yeah <laughs> no realized we want we, i mean you know we we're into sours we're into pilsners we're into ales, we're into, brown nails, we're into uh, maybe, maybe not. Black IPA. That's what exactly. Uh, this is kind going of the only <laughs> one
2: I, I have a restriction to. <laughs> Which yeah. one? Sorry. Black, Black IPA. But that yeah, one, yeah. You know, that's a joke <laughs>
1: in between uh, all of Every- us. So many really? people,
2: like, because we ask people, like, hey, what kind of beer would you like to me-, me to do? Like, oh, black IPAs or black milkshake IPAs. And that's kind of the only one I have a hard time not, with. no messing with it. Yeah, not messing with it. Not, I respect that. I, would, I might try
1: something, but not, like... Well, that's, a, that's a, even a bigger challenge. Yeah. We don't really it, it right, make yeah, one that I like would, would like. You know,
0: that you that would like. Hard. Might be a bit yeah. of appeal. So did you guys think, like, what did you think would happen with the, uh, the, the patrons? Like being that you made the beers for yourself and I find that breweries that and brewers that make beers that they want to drink always turns out better because they're passionate about it and they make it exactly how they want it. How did you guys think that people were going to respond and how did they respond? I think that if we like
2: the same, beers with it which so I think most people do most people would agree like you go to if you're like us we go to other half we're like holy shit this yeah. is great yeah, yeah. you go to like you go to Hudson Valley you go oh wow this is how interesting how delicious you go through all these breweries. if if you're in that palette then you like those kinds of beers if you're making what you like you're making stuff that that a lot of people already like you're not right. being special by liking these products right so because of that it makes it kind of easy okay you already, like, the the people that are coming here are people that go to those places that want that they come here because they, they they're like oh it's the same thing as certain us mindset. Yeah, uh
1: mindset and and I think that we're not I mean it's we do we do prepare we do brew what we like and it's usually what other beer geeks, beer aficionados like but we really are trying to get into like ahead of the curve and and, and right. really get you know what uh, I think the the, the smoothie vice is gonna work out. It seems to work somewhere else as well, but that's what we want to drink right now. Let's try that, let's do it. We've, uh, you know, the Peanut Buster was a gamble. Yeah. Yeah, technically, on paper, it doesn't. And that's why we have a 200 liter system now. We have a little uh, pilot system just for that. We want to gamble every day without the consequences that's of offering 15 hectares right. uh, and that's hectares, how you, you know? can pump out so much stuff yeah, yeah and then you got the big right. guys that
0: we, you can like that's, all right this is yeah. working and the graduates well, i mean that's
1: uh, it, it came the the imperial peanut came from uh originally to uh, from from the pilot system which tried an imperial peanuts uh i don't am I'm, I'm saying I'm no saying. the imperial peanut the
2: first yeah. time we did the imperial peanut I think it was our second brew on our pilot Shot system was us trying We were going to go, you know what, let's just do something big as a, as a kickoff beer. Okay. Like, let's just do an Imperial Pina. So we just did a test patch. But a lot of the beers that we've had, like, they've, they start off as a test, the 200 liter. And they are like, okay, perfect. Let's, uh, we like it enough, let's migrate to a bigger system. Or right. the, the premise will be to continue doing cans. Okay. The, the purpose of the pilot system is to like develop the the styles and the, the, mm. the knowledge to be able to go to the next
0: style of, of mm. the of products. Is let it like, also to test it out in the market as well and let people try it and then see what the response yes, is, or you don't course, even really say yes No, no
1: it, of course. Yeah. There's a bit of, of that. Course. We, of course, we're checking. We're following up on, on what people liked or didn't like. Uh, now, it's not going to be the main reason we're dropping it out or we actually selling more. Okay. It, it might be obviously if the pilot system brew is going to work out it has to sell like obviously if it sells quick we know okay
2: it has it has legs it has potential we can move it to the next one for sure but a lot of the times what we do is for the beer drinker it's for us in terms of knowledge base because like right now to give an example the singularity series is that it's for it is for the consumer to know what new hops are but it's also mainly for us as right. breweries to go test it out. Okay, yeah, it's, like, it's, let's test what this hop is. Let's have and have it over a course of a few pints and see what it is on a just, just mono hop. We don't change the malt bill. we don't change the yeast, we change nothing. It's yeah. six, yeah. it's like, 6.8% alcohol, just consistent and one hop, and
1: that's what it is. So right. far, we did scrap. It strata. still goes yeah. uh, hand-to-hand with what the beer uh, lover wants, because uh, a lot of people, Montreals in general, people are a lot more beer-educated now, yeah, and people that. are talking about certain hops that they like, which is, I mean, Pretty four cool, years right? ago. That wasn't happening, eh? yeah. They, they didn't come... know what the, the hops were, and you see more and more hops uh, written on the cans, yeah. on the untapped. On, on and that's the idea behind it is we want to try but I'm sure there's a lot of people that want to try mono hot beer to really like test what the hot beer tastes like, you know? That's it.
2: it comes from the… It, and the idea comes from like what a smash is, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Which is the… Single malt and single up. Single, yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. However, I, was, I told myself what's the point? Because a lot of the smashes depending on how you do them, they're just kind of unidimensional, like perfect. I'm not going to do a smash. I'm going to make a consistent base that we just know what the base tastes like. I know what my New England base tastes like on that specific one because we're not changing it, as I said. So from beer to beer, you can just have them and just know that the only difference you're having is that hop. So you're getting a better beer, in my opinion, than a smash. Mm -hmm. I think it's very hard to make a very like, just this is what the smash is going to be like. So I make a beer that's a New England that I want to have. And then I incorporate just that solo hop as being that flavor profile. It, so then it gives you that one,
0: that one important factor for us. What right. does this taste like in a new way? And you've done two so far. You did yes. strata. There's a third one in a tank. And right Ella, there. which just got tapped right now, yeah. which we just had before, which is fantastic. And what's the? Do you want to say what the third? This will be. It'll be out next week. It's Idaho gem oh it's, yeah we talk about that are you a yeah, single hop really, it's, yeah.
1: it's insane Woo! I mean just uh, you know smelling the the, oh, the actual fresh hop the hops we'll give some to you just after a, it's
2: insanity it's, it's, so yeah. we're talking about that yeah
0: because Idaho 7 is probably my favorite hop yeah. so Idaho gem is a twist yeah. on that yeah. and you, but well, a I mean, new it's, one
2: it's it's, uh, it's a discovered hop it's like some guy in Idaho oh, just found yeah. the hop on his on his land oh yeah and up. he was like we are talking
1: about that yesterday like you can you imagine? What are the chances, man? It's, right? Uh, exactly. Yeah. It's phenomenal. And we're so happy about
2: just the... Like, it's not even done and we're so happy with it that we're doing a triple IPA and that's part of it. I
0: love it, it. So gets jam. It gets
1: the team super excited. I mean, we're yeah. all excited to try the Monohaut. Yeah. Okay.
0: So we, we, but you guys seem excited in general, I think, about the what? direction. Oh, the what? <laughs> I just think it's cool. I can see it through social. I can see yeah, the... The ratings when I'm checking into the beers on Untapped, mm. and I'm seeing people post about it. I'm seeing you do the launches. I'm seeing all these people here, like yo, this uh, the pastry stout Yeah, yeah, it was crazy when people now, yeah. came for that. And you had some yeah. other stuff recently, and I'm I'm seeing this level of um, at least within the Montreal beer geek sort of community. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing the hype there, and you guys seem like amped about it because you finally have it in your control. Yeah, and. I guess that's really what this is sort of all about now for you guys you've been able to sort of now you've got a more educated consumer i guess because they're traveling
1: more probably traveling drinking more more. well i mean they're getting a lot and more uh, more and more breweries around too i mean in montreal you can kind of get whatever you want from quebec in general uh except those uh those crazy breweries that produce a little less but we're really close to uh, Burlington, as you were saying. You yeah, can, you can so really a lot of people train... travel there regularly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so, I see those, the people that
0: I know that travel to Burlington regularly, are the, a, a lot of those people are the ones I'm seeing here. Yeah, All of yeah. those people are the ones I'm seeing at the certain places that we're covering in this season. And, and to me, that speaks volumes as far as like, if. People go to Burlington to get a certain style and now they're like, Well I I can just go to Brewski and I can get my haze too. That's exactly I can get my pastry, I'll... I can get my crispies, like no, my we, we have
1: we had a customer about thirty minutes ago who was exactly saying that. He's like, I just learned about you, I was trying you at Vina at home and I'm always traveling to Burlington, to uh, New York, to uh, Boston and I'm um, I have that right here. I mean, I take out definitely take that as a compliment that's a and, movie, yeah. cool sure I don't know I'm not sure but thank you yeah uh, uh, anyway that's that's what we uh, we want we always had the American people coming over as it's a, a, a touristic area so I'm not I'm not super uh, impressed by the fact that American know about us they've come here We've always had it. We like I
2: mean, we were for the longest time more known in the states than we yeah. were in Montreal.
1: We go to beer festivals. It's a little sad story yeah. to me. So we, I've been go telling to beer about festivals that. for yeah. four years,
2: and <laughs> we've been open for three years. And go, hey, yeah, we're from and They're like, oh, we've never heard of it. Like, right. And then you, and then people, we get people from everywhere in the world going, yeah, my cousins in Philly told me you have to yeah, come yeah. to Brusky. Like, Perfect. Yeah. He's got San Paul Diego Brian.
1: guy is showing me like three pages about Brusky on his uh, his laptop. Like Okay, great. Awesome. Uh, the okay. difference between so
2: being in old Montreal, which is mm-hmm. a place that a lot of people from Montreal do not go to. No. Before mm-hmm. we True. opened up a bar here, we would never step
1: foot here. No. I would never, ever. No, come we would. So we get it. We were, yeah. we were trying to get a pub. And he he told me, Karine and, and Derek told me, hey, uh, we have a place in the old court. I was hangover over on Sunday morning. I'm like, nah, I'm not going there. Why? I'm, I'm not going I'm not gonna go and drink there anyway, so why would I open a cup uh, there? And in the end, that's what was missing, I guess, in your point, and that's what people realize now, and that's what they like. It's, it's different, and that's what, you know, not a super touristic place. It's just what we like to drink, what yeah. we like to eat. So now it's like
0: you've been able to cater to those not only just random American tourists or tourists in general, but now the beer tourists that are going to be coming to Old Bull, which is kinda of good if they haven't been to Montreal, get to see all the shit that you gotta see. Of course. But they can come in here and they can get beers to the same quality that they can they used to back home and see how Canadians do it and how Montrealers yeah. and Quebecers do it.
2: And, and I think that's what's going on right now, which is really nice, is that as like places like Messaram, like Canada, like us, a, and as we develop more and more this culture in Quebec, it's like you'd asked me two years ago, would people be willing to line up in Quebec for hazy beers outside? I and mean, like, not really. I mean, I don't think they would be ready to. But now it seems like it's slowly turning the line Where <laughs> yeah, now it seems like them.
1: people are. <laughs> not, I'm not sure about slowly, but <laughs> yeah. It, but it went quick. It's it went from people, zero to yeah, hundred. I guess it yeah. Went really, really quick. But yeah. before,
2: before to be able to do something like Messarem's, the first ones to be able to do something where we by week are able to get a line. yeah, Which is unheard of here. Because you get people like, every, you talked to Buck Canada a year ago and they're like, we don't think we could sustain a line every weekend. Now for sure they can. If they put a release any day, there'd be a lineup of people going. Yeah. <laughs> but initially they would just do a release maybe every month or so. Then you have Les Trois Mousquetaires, which would do a release maybe every six months when there was a barrel-age mm. stuff. It yeah, worked, as people a voice lined up Hayes. for beer. Right. But could you make a lineup every week? Could you make a lineup twice a week? That was,
1: that was a big question mark for It depends on your uh, system, question is on that, your system. I mean, it's always, it's, there's a hype about the beer and not getting it is part of it. Yeah, that's not true. Not, been, it but yeah, it. not, not able to get it, maybe not being able to get it. Is that a goal for you guys? No, you can see that right now. Yeah. Uh, we, we We started with three beers, Avena, Imperial Pina, and Breaking Grounds. We can more than 2,000 uh, cans maybe. per beer. Okay, so it was 7,000 cans. We just wanted people to try it. And if we, we don't play the card of uh, slow, we're able to actually feed everyone, so why not? Right. It, it's <clears throat> always
2: hard to say, because obviously, yes, the, like, our biggest difference that we have versus a lot of other places is that because we are a group hub, we built in, like, not just a group hub, just because of how we developed the space there's no way for us to bring more equipment in in the future.
1: Right. This so is, This is the task. Yeah.
2: No, we can't bring anything in. Like the, I mean, I, can you, it, if, the, you, if you look at oh, it, oh, it yeah. looks like there's nothing else that we can necessarily bring in. That, it's and, red, yeah. and that was part of our, our, our thinking process. So we built it up in a way where... Yeah. He built it up. Built yeah. kind of fine. I built it up in a way where <laughs> I know, like, to be able to take an expansion of volume, yeah. so we have a lot of flexibility as we go along and we get more and more popular. We're always going to try to push, and I don't see us getting to a point in the near future where we can't sell. Because sustain now. Because I can't go. Oh yeah, perfect. Everything sells. Let's bring in some fermenters. they are not going to be able to go. Right. It. There's no way. Be so like, yeah, sorry. There's no. There's absolutely no up. place or so our volume that is bigger than a lot of than a lot of yeah, starting micro Yeah. 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 A lot right. with a lot of
0: micro
1: So you sort of like prepare for the future of beforehand, of so As much as we could. I mean yeah. like, there's there's, a, there's the space. There's also the fact that the brewery itself is in the tap room. It's and, and the tap room is not somewhere random, it's in the old port. It, it's we're using a lot of space to uh, brew beers, which is not getting us money in the end, you know, there's no people it's drinking in there. It's expensive sure. to install
0: yeah. a production micro. That was the gamble. <laughs> yeah, that is the gamble. But it seems like even in the last few months, like not even three months of brewing, huh. yeah. that has already been worth it. You've already moved to Cairns. Yeah. You've already had, how many project beers? I'm seeing like we're
1: on, oh, 15, 15, 15, I think that's what, yeah. You already have 16 going well, and can, 17. Oh yeah, there's, there's already there's, three more projects. Uh, two, right. But, but in
0: Singularity,
2: we're on our yeah. second the third coming. So just those, we're already at 17. We are not counting
0: the ones we had. We're, we've, we've thrown a few down the drain too. So <laughs> right, so you're like, you've been able to maximize your investment. You, you guys are, are constantly innovating. You guys are constantly trying new things and trying to give the Quebec scene uh, yeah. a new yes. sort of profile and things that they're not used to drinking. We hope so. Yeah. We,
1: we hope so. We were trying to. I mean, uh, we, we're doing our things anyway. So, right. so if they like, well if, if people are following and they're, and they're into it perfect yeah. like we're looking really forward because right now we're doing as much as we can but our issue is that because
2: we're on-site sales only it remains that a lot of our productions are keg productions like the okay. pilot systems are kegs we get in, uh, we get in like the keg ma- keg management or sessions canning or vessel tanks, whatever they call now, to be able to do our canning lot, So we can only put them every once in a while, okay. and our volume being in Old Montreal is a lot lower than it is during the summer period. Like it drops Plus. by half, if not more. Right. And so during the summertime, we're going to be there's going to be a lot of beers going. Okay. We're gonna be, roll, 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 we're, it'll be a lot, Gen- a lot crazier yeah. than it is right now. Because right now, I'm brewing three times a week, with the possibility of going up to seven. Okay. so that'll, sh- that'll be the shift in how many beers we're going to be able to pull out versus right now it's two to three and then next week I'm brewing once and then we're going so
1: it changes a lot this is like but the deadest time of the year I guess yeah, but so then yeah. in a couple months we're well, going mean, to be wrapping up I mean exactly. that's you know there's a 200 places uh, terras during this summer yeah the terrasse is crazy which is insane yeah, and, yeah. and I mean uh, last summer we were buying beers from different breweries and I was buying like a, a hundred kegs of 30 to 50 liters we, it's we were going through five thousand, six thousand liters uh, a week. Sometimes it's insane. Uh, I mean, obviously it's uh, it's not the same during the winter. Uh, that's where we actually trying different stuff. But during the summer, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, next summer. But it might go insane. It might go. Um, we well, were ready to go when we, when we got the
2: equipment. We brewed our. Our asses off. We just went, we brewed non-stop and then filled up all like the we had no more kegs, the cold was filled yeah, up to the brim. And we yeah. barely had, we didn't have any clients to sell the product to, not yeah. like what it was before. Right. So but stuff so that we're looking forward, which is good. It gives us time to home in everything. We take a lot more time with each product than what we we'd like to, which is perfect in that sense. So we're brewing as much as possible in a small-scale system.
0: We haven't,
1: we haven't been brewing double batches much. Yeah, uh, None that time. We, yeah. yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, w- yeah. Would you sell the kegs to um, other beer bars, and would you be we distributing be these? to. to? We, we, we are not. Oh, yeah. because well, you're not as you're a tap room we're versus. La Cri, la Cri, la Cri, la Cri. We're a group yeah. club, so we can't. We can't. It's not it. a production space. Which is nice. We do. We, we do have a plus.
1: production space, but we're only allowed to sell it on site. Right. Also, we we actually can go to uh, festivals, so there's an exception. We can go to festivals and sell our beers. Uh, we can also sell kegs, obviously, cans, growlers to uh, anyone. Do you Japanese? No. As long as, to as, as long as they're not. Depp restaurants, bars. Okay. End so user.
2: We can sell it on-premise.
1: Exactly. I can't So
2: we can sell it to, that's why we can sell it to reunion people. Like if you come and you want a keg, we can sell it to you. Okay. However, oh we can't ways. sell it. We can't
1: sell it to Watch a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> just <laughs> come in like sorry 50
2: liters. You're like, Shit. Okay. okay, we're allowed to do all that, but we're not allowed to sell it to someone who resells. That's I the understood. only thing we can. It's just as easy as that. That's how the laws are set. We that's we pay like ten times less our permit because of that, but also allows us to bring other people's beers in, right? To which have is pretty hard cool. Alcohol.
0: And to yeah. and if in the near future we need to build another brewery, we can get we can get. So James you can Parker have like in. a production space. Is that something that you guys were thinking in the future that like let's, if things grow the right let's way? Let's hope
2: we can't produce no beer here, <laughs> and
0: it'll make us do that. That's where you want to be at.
2: Our so idea it's is maintaining an on-site sale here, and right. we're forced to do it.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> so it keeps you sort of like really on, on point and yeah. keeps your marketing on point, and keeps your releases and all your events and things yeah. And like there's that.
1: already plenty of work. Yeah. So
0: uh, not okay. a problem. I love it. I feel like I've uh, captured what the, the main thing about how you guys are sort of going against what you know typically Quebec, Belgium, the, the seasons like there's not a season up there. Which walk. look, I'm not really a saison guy at all, so I'm like, all right, I fuck with that. <laughs> um, so I have a lightning round. Remember we did a lightning round, but this is a special yep. questions that I only wrote last night just for this season. <laughs> Seasonal questions. You're not gonna get these anywhere else. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. What was your gateway Quebec craft beer? What was the beer that you had in Quebec that was the one that sort of put you onto craft? Mootzit. Mootzit. Yeah. Good job. Classic.
1: Baltic border from the three musketeers. You say they're trois musketeers.
0: People Mousquetel. do that to me all the time. They're like, oh yeah, I'm in three rivers. I'm like, bro, it's trois riviere Like, I know. It's <laughs> like, so, okay, you have to translate that. Just, just LTM.
1: I don't know. LTM. I Australians are, you know. Immigrants, right? I I am too. French Where are you from? Normandy, it's called. You're actually from France? Yeah, I don't That was like, wasn't there the war shit was there?
0: There was, there was some, like a big
1: Battle of Normandy thing there, there. Oh yeah <laughs> yeah, Something like that A small battle <laughs> a pretty here. big World War II <laughs> I, was, uh, I don't really remember much Who pays attention to history? Australia He doesn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. They teach us that I don't pay attention Yeah, yeah no, you're in it, yeah. We're all like right uh,
0: right Fighting koalas and shit Okay what was the first Quebec craft beer That made you be like Whoa Like What the fuck is this it's In, in a bad like way normal. Or in a good oh, way Oh in, in a good way Sorry What was the one That you yeah. first like Okay so the one That changed you over Was like the gateway was the ones you had. But then what was the way we were you
1: like, wow. Like what do you remember like a first one that like blew yeah, your mind? Yeah, to me to me it was uh, I didn't like IPAs at the beginning, remember. But, uh, I mean the first one that that got me into IPO was Yakima. Okay. I guess that classic West Coast. It was, Well, I mean, it was not Sophie, like uh, I won't say, I won't tell names <laughs> but Ah, it
2: was, I was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was going to say pretty much the same yeah. Kipo like, was the ma- the major one because everything else was just like Belgium style that I really liked to me I really went from Belgium right to another kind and Belgium was either Unibrew yeah. or, or Zvet all that stuff all oh, the Trappist was great but then yeah. my, my, if I think of like the first Quebec beer that hit me as something great was, uh, was yeah, a yeah, yeah definitely was just
1: nice versions of a Belgian
2: beer but nice version yeah, of yeah.
1: Belgian beer to me from Normandy it was better version which is our Belgian beers right actual Belgian yeah. beers yeah, yeah but I, I got you know sick and tired of Belgian beers yeah because I guess that's all you had yeah so it was interesting
0: we did an interview with uh last year with Ro- the guy from Rodenbach Rudy like, yeah yeah so we got to actually sit down with him and look I know nothing about Belgian beers I was like we just do North America yeah, that shit, And I don't really like Bowser beers that much anymore because I started with them like no. everything and I fucked yeah. with them heavy. Yo, Rodenbach is amazing. The Rodenbach, I, night. Night. I brought one for my brother yeah. and me to drink on Christmas. It was just, I forgot, like, it was just out of control and I really hadn't had much like that for a while. And I think it might be the context.
1: Did you have a bromance yeah. or something there or what? With with the, uh, I guess so. Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Here, here, we got along pretty well, you know? That's like, so awesome. like, no, but yeah, I mean, it was just very cool. I mean, it's always you, you can have any kind of beer. Once you have a fantastic one of these I mean, kind of I mean, beer, I mean, you realize okay, you can yeah. you can go anywhere. Like yeah, you like you yeah. like
2: Consilion, you go to the place
0: and you have one there, and you're like, I love Consilion. <laughs> you know, it depends on where you go; you go different places. Brussels, right? right? Yeah, Brussels too. Brussels. All right. The opposite. So what was the same question, but what was, like a beer from outside of Quebec that like blew your mind? But oh, like the first one,
2: Topper. Yeah, <laughs> Henry Topper. Sure. I mean,
1: same. I mean, we've seen like a lot of new beers. I mean, there's fantastic beers to, towards the same area. This. uh uh, I mean Burlington Beer uh, Brewing Company was, uh, was uh, insane lately yeah, when I crazy. went there, but it's one-of-a-kind and it's, oh, it's on yeah. heavy tumble. You just go back there, and I know he's going to say Duvel, it well. it's, it's, it's up there with, with these kinds. The it's one of the best beers ever, yeah. but,
2: it's, but if you're going American style, let's say, for heady topper is definitely something you go, Holy shit! Like, yeah. what is this? But let's say if I go back before heady toppers took before getting a heady topper, was pretty much insane to finally get, them. yeah, because it was it really was, rare back in it the day. Was pretty like... much anything from dogfish head,
0: good call, pretty yeah. much dogfish. Yeah, 60 to 90, or, 90 the, the 75 was a was bit good. much,
2: but like the, the 90 was like. Blew my mind. It out like, of control. Do
0: you ever have the 75, the maple one? No. That shit I don't was think crazy. So.
2: But a few of the ancient grain ones. I, like, yeah. When I started getting so into craft beer, uh, when I, was, I would go to the States only to get dogfish out. That was my major, major okay. thing. I was like, dogfish, is where I
0: want to kill it. Killer. That's fast. a good answer. Uh, so, for I, I guess it kind of for both of you, what was a beer from outside of Quebec that inspired you to brew what you guys brew right now? <laughs> Easy one. I'm, I'm gonna let you I'm talk about it. It's gonna be the peanut buster for sure. It's, yeah. That's the biggest influence. Here. So, what beer influenced you to make this though?
2: It's Belgian Belgian Belching Beaver. Sorry, Belching Beaver Peanut IPA. I'm sorry.
1: I'm oh, from one. San Diego. Belching oh. Beaver Peanut Stout. Stout. Yeah. Ah, from from San Diego. Yeah. I so i yeah, yeah. In Germany. That that was <laughs> the, that was the bad thing. He's going to Germany with his wife. Right. They're coming back. Like, hey, uh, you need to try that. Wow, peanut, uh, peanut style. Like, that's uh, that's weird. Whatever. Uh, let's try that. It doesn't matter. I was already into pastry stuff, so I'm like, yeah, let's try this, and it was fantastic. I was like, I want to, I want to brew one. I'm like, okay, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. And uh, and that's how we got the peanut buster going. But uh, I realized then it was not from Germany. You, yeah, feel, like you filthy liar! <laughs> you just disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah, it was, yeah. straight up. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's dope. Like, fun, funny well. enough,
2: I just because I just came back from Hawaii on vacation. Every bar had that beer on tap. Really, every bar. interesting. The, the, they had one stout on tap. It was the Belgian beer. Beer up uh, there. Interesting. It was like well, They, they made every like, nobody made a stout, but they sold that. One.
1: That was the only. <laughs> All joint.
0: craft
2: beer bars
1: had it. Everything. <laughs> they have a deal over there, I guess. <laughs> they
0: must have. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. So, I guess it's Cali, West Coast. So they're shipping Maybe. it over. It's still. <laughs> okay. Um. Which beer that you guys brew are you guys most proud of? Okay. Whether it's the project stuff or the upstairs
1: stuff you did traditionally or the new stuff here, any of the above? Honestly, to me, it was the uh, the Kilogram. Yeah. It got us started on, on the IPAs and, 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 and people really loved it. That's what got people coming back and back again. And I'm still proud of it, even if, I think I wouldn't like it that much anymore because the tastes have changed. But uh, yeah, yeah, super bright. Got us on the on the on the map of the beer. Uh, lovers in the area and yeah we remember we were so proud of that beer yeah. i mean
2: in, in terms of history basis for sure that would be the number one okay like be it kilogram or underground would be the two one but kilogram for sure more because the underground was a double ipa right okay you game. just want to you want to pint a few beers the kilogram was the way
1: to go and you just have that you time. can't say the same answer you give me another one. <laughs> it was
2: definitely the best <laughs> nowadays it's yeah. different it shows you to what level that our taste changed because If I would want to make it now, I'd like it, but I don't know if I'd like it as much. Definitely not as much because it's just, I I consider myself as being how I think that people would like the beers, the West Coast IPAs, although they are very present. We do have one on tap right now. It sells very well, but I couldn't have three West Coast IPAs. No. It's not exactly a West Coast. It's like an East West
1: Coast. It's oh, in like the a sense a that it's not cream. a creamier.
2: It's hazy, okay. ish ground. It's, it's, it's it's middle ground. But it's kind of piney and yeah. shit. Yeah, it has all. It has all those American. We, all, we of it.
1: always had a bit of a, a bitterness and a pineless yeah. in our IPAs anyway, even if it, it was New England style. Right. Okay. So that one for there, but like because it's more on a history
2: basis, I do like that one. Nowadays, it's just like the fra- the newest IPA is the one. The,
0: the Your one favorite. Like oh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one I like the most. It keeps getting better yeah. every time you're dialing in the system. Like. Exactly.
2: That's, the, that's what I find the, the hardest part right now due to the fact that when we started brewing the setup, I was doing huge batches of these beers just to learn the system. Right now we're doing maybe 40 percent smaller than we when we did initially, so they're out, they're out fresher. But those are like we still have the other ones that are still kind of sitting around. But stuff right. like the avena is great. I'll sit around. I'll have the avena all day. Yeah, it's We crazy. ran out of those kegs really quickly. And just Not surprised. Right? Yeah. So kind of anything that's the new one on tap yeah. is what I'm drinking. But it's that's never the perfect product.
1: beer. Of course not. Otherwise, you would, what's <laughs> the stuff? point of brewing?
0: What's the point, right? You're always gonna be like a little bit hating, the same as any creative endeavor. I well, I mean, yeah.
1: I mean uh, ask the alchemists, maybe. I don't know. They keep on brewing the same, It's just fucking amazing. Little, yeah. They change it a lot. I always tell that to my breweries when they start, it's like, I'm gonna make you hate my beers.
0: <laughs> like, God damn it. That, that's a good <laughs> one. That's pretty cool. It's almost the episode, now. I'm gonna make you hate my beers. <laughs> um, what is both you guys' favorite style that is not popular in Quebec?
1: <laughs> Which is kind of a loaded person right now. But... I really love like what uh, Shelton has done—a Gretzer. Uh, uh, it's a uh, smoky beer. Okay, I love smoky beers. I'm a, I'm a Scotch guy, so obviously you know I, I tend, tend to go tea, towards the like, uh, yeah, cool. the peatiness, the smokiness of it, and it's uh, like even a blonde, red ale, brown ale. There's there's all kind of, but there's a new it's a whole world of uh, smoky beers too. Uh, yeah, that's so what you have scumber. to understand. But uh, I know it's not very popular, but that's that's what I really like. Okay, and, uh, that's good. It's a good answer. Like
2: I'm, mine's a little bit harder is because i It's something I want to do, but it's hard because we have a pub. It's like a one to two percent nice like really solid New England IPA style. Okay.
1: Like a nano, just so. a nano
2: style, but they don't like it, under four percent. only wants to drink all day. That's, I want
1: to drink the all day. Okay. Right. That's that's, that's the reality. one way to do it.
2: I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, like I drink a bunch of alcohol-free beers. I, like I I just want to drink all day. Right. Because I either have coffee, yeah. water, or beer. Those are right. my three things I have, and I don't want to get drunk. Yet. Like I I want to have two pints for lunch, but I don't want it to be a six point five percent alcohol. So that's, that's something that it sells like they're products that sell well in cans, but plus, no, 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 no. on a board, not so much. Yeah, I can so see that. I don't see anybody coming in here going, it's the same price for 2% than 8%. They're going to have the 8% all day. day. I make the,
1: my old way here for 2%. Like, not happening.
0: <laughs> Funnily enough, I feel like the low ABVs are quite popular in Quebec. Like generally speaking but I've never thought about it in the context
2: the of a pub l- and you're
1: so right yeah. we have
2: through, when we have a 3.8% beer or like a 3.5% we fucking feel it yeah. we feel it yeah. it just yeah. stays yeah. on the board yeah. it doesn't it move it just doesn't sell no matter how delicious it is the only ones that sell they have to be fruit based if there's a fruit just because it sells because it's a fruit but otherwise because it doesn't it's, matter
1: it's just going to happen well, well people will see color yeah. and, and they really yeah. want it yeah that's, that's true it's like brand catching the eye uh, yeah yeah that's yeah, it
0: Said the opposite. What's a fa- What's your favorite styles that is popular
1: in Canada? New England IPA. I guess you could say that. Now. That's, like, it's, it's, that's, yeah, uh, yeah. But I have to say I'm a I'm a I'm a pastry boy guy. Uh, yeah, pastry all all day. Yeah, 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 I mean, that's lovely. I, I remember we, we've been talking about pastry, uh, pastry styles for uh, for a while. Some people in the brewery uh, here were like, eh. Not into not it. T- not, not too sure about it, and uh, but I've been. I mean, starting with a Pol- Baltic porter from the Thomas Cartier. I said it in French. <laughs> I, I, was, I was into it from the beginning, and, right. a, and a and a pastry style goes fantastically well with a nice peaty smoky scotch. Okay. So I have it's to compare go yeah. right. Oh.
2: Okay. That's, it's hazy and it has to be Pilsner. Like hazy and crispy.
0: Yeah, Yeah. one or the other, uh, right?
2: It's been so because it's, it's hot in the brewery. You're, made, you're drinking hazy beers all day, just sampling them. And yeah, you just know, them Because you right? have to. <laughs> yeah. Like, for me, it's something like a pastry. I make it, I try it in the tank, and once it gets put on keg, I never even have one. No, nah, it's like, I, I, I've had it too many times. I've tasted it to a point where I'm like, I'm good with it. It's not a yeah, it's like, Satisfied, yeah. yeah. It's not for other people to have one. Yeah, well, Also a, a sip point. everyone's, make sure there's quality in stuff. Yeah, yeah that's what pint, we do.
1: Hey, how's this one, uh, by the way? <laughs> I don't know, let's, uh, let's have let's one. Let's have a look, let's see. <laughs> like, well, and, and we're usually happy, they're very, like, they, they, they hold very well. It's, yeah. It's,
2: well, we get to drink from tanks, so I'm just...
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a little like... We <laughs> <like, laughs> just go
2: in there, and we're always just drinking something in the tank, I call it, I'm just t- test it, that, Making sure it's going down the right path.
0: It's an important job, you know.
2: Yeah. Um, If you guys could brew one style forever, what would it be? It's gonna be New England for sure. Damn right it is.
0: You can say pastry, basically. No,
1: no, no, because you get, get, you get. Yeah, it's it's too much. It's too much. It's too much, and I would say if you if you uh, keep on brewing a heavy, ultra juicy New England IPA, I can't drink five in a row. Yeah, they do get. Uh,
0: Like but
1: two, like, three maybe, but no. But like in, a, in, a, in between, as we said, in between the West Coast, a bit of juiciness yeah, yeah, yeah. between West Coast and East Coast. I think now we have like, we, we're able to create these in between New England and, and West Coast and I think I would go for that. But yeah. I think like a nice, it's because
2: where a lot of the New England IPAs sit more and more seems to be so heavy in terms of the sugar side, which I yeah. try to avoid as much as possible. But yeah. I try to make my New England's as dry as possible, as long as I'm not putting lactose inside. That goes against it. But okay, the other
1: the use. other ones
0: are a little bit more crushable. they not got team lactose,
1: they're not dry. They have to be thick. Okay. You've seen the lactose. You not seen lactose? You've seen I the like lactose. Him. Okay. have seen I've seen the lactose it. light. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Light. right All right. right. One minute, One minute. It's it's the light.
2: All right. Um, it's because the lactose, the problem... For a long time, I thought it was the lactose. It was the vanilla. Too many ah, people... I've had I, people say that before. Like so I'd, associ- I'd associate the taste of like the sweetness to the vanilla sweetness and just realized right. I really didn't like vanilla inside of my, my IPAs. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the major one. And since the other half with... I'd have a just an oat cream, uh, like just their old cream, space dream.
0: Uh, any you know, daydream, any, any of ones, yeah. All yeah. dreams,
2: just insane. So it just made me go. Maybe I do like vanilla. I mean, oh, sorry, sorry, I do like that. So it's not the, the vanilla. Just don't like the vanilla. Huh?
0: See, no? I love yeah. that. It makes me happy. Growth, you know. it's yeah, important. It's exactly. important. Um, if you guys could convince Quebec to love one style that they don't currently love, what would it be?
2: So dangerous. Quebec loves almost. Oh, yeah, everything. that's it. Never I mean,
1: that's we were talking about that uh, a little earlier. We Quebec has one of the biggest panel of beers that you can have when it and it's locally brewed. Yeah. And there's all kinds of beers in Quebec, which is insane. And okay, you might have the best IPAs in uh, in Vermont or in uh, in the states. The Stouts are insane over there. It's starting getting better, but we have everything here, honestly. Uh, It might not be the best in every single uh, style, but we have everything. I think Um, if you gave everybody a New England IPA, like a hazy IPA, not so
2: bitter, and you told them, this is what an IPA is, and no longer go to bars and say, I don't want it to be too hoppy, when you mean to say it, not too bitter.
0: Would be a bigger the bigger different difference. way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good answer. Because that, that's I think that that's the, the challenge. Yeah. Maybe in Quebec, even though in our world, I think that's where we also might be getting confused is that our world is a beer nerd world and most people are aware of this stuff, but there's still the, the the general folks who like yeah. associate hoppiness with IPAs. I've had so many people say they don't like IPAs in my video. Let me show you the shit, trust me. And it usually blows people's minds. Because they just want me. to
2: say better. We get yes. it, but we get it it's the other kind is because the, the bitter wars over IPAs are not don't, what they are. Done. Like have a and people like, you, you ask them have you had the Boreal IPA and they're like yeah I've had it but they mean like the bottled version yeah, of the IPA which yeah, is the, which was great back then but it's it's not something I drink myself anymore <laughs> I think no, it's, no I want the New England one but once they have that they understand what it kind of is so it's more about develop they everybody kind of goes towards the the haze side at some point but yeah. it's just the it's
0: no choice it's just exactly they have to. Yeah, too if you could erase a popular style, Quebec, like get rid of it forever, what would it be? Like something that people here love that you think is trash. <laughs> We're going oh, <laughs> to... Okay, erase a style that, it, that... As in, erase it. Uh,
1: get oh, rid of that's, it, delete it. get rid of it Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll say that's,
2: that's, oh, yeah. Or any white that tastes like bananas drives me insane. Yes, it's it's insane. That's, that's
1: we had. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in that's, common? A, you agree? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean banana white... Enough. I mean, that's why you see at Bruski, there's always like a, a specific version of white or even saison. We've done some peach right. saison. Peach I saison. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of cool because I would mask the banana. Yeah. In like, but saison- the bell saison yeast. I'm just like
0: <sighs>
1: saison bret, though, from Thomas Qatar, phenomenal. Beer. Yeah, yeah. my there's, the, there's some bread. The bread.
0: Yes, the bread is good. Even like the saison. What's it called? Um, I forgot the name of it. Uh,
1: from fucking Oval. <laughs> like AUVA oh I'm now. sorry you had some? Yeah, i do oh, never I don't heard of at about. a festival i never, never had the uh, at a festival uh, or like Hill
0: Farmstead like Arthur or like something yeah. yeah. uh, uh, like you, that but there, it, it's okay it's vague by
2: saying saison when I mean by it's saison it's all kind of saison because saison yeah. like is like it's, kind it's of such better. a farmhouse yeah so saison meaning like something that uses that very specific belle saison that ends up being clovey and that little spiciness to it I'm not a fan of yeast forward beers. In reality that's what it is. I don't yeast I don't beer. like whites that taste too much like banana, they're too yeast forward. Like all my whites I've ever done have always been with English yeast. Okay. And I try to get flavors from other other parts that I have. Yeah. Like just using fruits, using something. Right. But I don't like the banana off flavor that you get. Be it right. Belgium or being the German, the, the German ones, that's what it matter. I don't like
1: that
0: flavor. That makes sense. I like that. Last question here. If you guys weren't in craft beer, what do you guys think you'd be doing? If, we what? if you were not in the craft beer industry,
1: what do you think you'd be doing? Doing well. <laughs> <laughs> I like that confidence. I respect that. Probably making money. Yeah, uh, in, Normandy, uh, the definition? No, well, in Normandy. No, you don't make money in Normandy. But uh just, you could reenact the war. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, but I
1: mean, I mean, no. You you have to understand that craft beer is not a very like, it's it's not going to bring you millions of dollars. Uh, oh, that's what I would mean, like making money because craft beer doesn't yeah, make money. Yeah. Okay. No, no, you don't make money. No, 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 no. But uh, to get drunk and fat. Yeah, I would be. I would be uh Please that teacher what I used to be actually. Yeah. What are you teaching? G Z. Oh yeah, physical yeah, physical yeah, education. Yeah, yeah.
0: I can see that. Yelling at children. Go kids. All right. Go kids. Yeah, that's right. You gotta go like
2: this. Okay. <laughs>
1: that's
2: good. What would you be doing? <laughs> oh, you just, mean, I'm an engineer, so I'm just engineering.
1: You yeah. would be on the moon by yeah. now.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Try like to be for a moon or something. <laughs> yeah obviously trying to run a, find a company to do something with, but just
0: consulting engineering mostly. Okay. Did you get that little ring that they ever went? Never wore it. Never wore it? Yeah. I, I
1: like that thing. That's kind of cool. It's like yeah. a weird little shape. No it's one, like, no one can put a ring no. on this guy.
0: <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. That's that no Should be his energy.
1: wife saying that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you, you're right. Aren't you married? No. Me? I yeah. No. I, I, that's the worst part. I'm not married, but I'm, I'm wearing a ring. I was going to say. Oh, okay. Well, I like that. She's that good, man. All right. Oh, she so somebody she's, did cut it on there. really good. Okay.
0: I like that. You guys are crazy. Guys, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank this you. Good, Thanks buddy. for coming. Um, where can everybody find you guys online?
1: Well, I mean, uh, obviously the the webpage, which is uh, brisky.ca. Yeah. Uh, there's always uh, mistakes on brewski. It's B R E W S K E Y. Because
0: it's between brew and, and whiskey. whiskey. Exactly. Ah, I like that. I very, I like Irish that. Irish spelling like of whiskey. Irish with the e. It's the e in yeah, the name. And,
1: and we also uh, we also have uh, we are very active on our Facebook page and yes. uh, Instagram, Instagram accounts. Which are. That's, that's it's pub Bruski on Instagram brewski,
0: Instagram and you me to do your job <laughs> 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 fucking marketing guy right here yeah. it's, my, it's my job so, so, so it's Derek a, was, sorry, yeah. pub
1: on Instagram yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah
1: and what is it on Facebook it's that's uh, what would know.
2: pub again I'm
0: assuming <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to warn you guys before hey just double check everything Jeff oh, okay. told me to yeah, tell yeah, you and
1: yeah. I forgot I would think that he would know because he's the one who knows yes it. but I changed it lately I think it's Baraski uh, Bruski. Yeah. Oh, I like that.
0: I like that. And it's uh, a three. An oh, untapped, oh, just just, just real, put a little. Just, just put a little. Uh, a little. Oh, no, Tiff puts it out. There. Right here, there. She pops it all up. Yeah, and
1: what's the address here for the tap room? 308? It's, oh, 308? it's uh, uh, 385. 385. Rue de la Commune Est. S. And up there it's uh, 380 we we'll St Paul Est. Okay.
2: They're pretty much both 380s just St Paul East and Yeah. Chuffin it's and
1: get so get so to the Boscope Market yeah. and and you'll see us. There's two show. entrances you can enter yeah. both. It's a glorious thing. Come by, pick up some
0: cans, get a growler to go, try everything and that is it guys thank you so much cool. thank um, you if much you guys much. enjoyed the episode smash the thumbs up hit subscribe below hit the notification bell so you know when the new new drops follow us on social media at BAOS Podcast and check out the long form audio so you can hear exceptionally uh, attractive gentlemen I don't know why I'd say intelligent that's pretty a good sign right I'd say intelligent and then I would say attractive really <laughs> we can be both I feel like you can
1: I feel like that's really what it's about in 2020 <laughs> you know? um That is it, guys. Thank you for watching. We'll see you in the next episode. Cheers.